I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, my lovely, it's Michelle here. Welcome to today's episode of Your Business Boost podcast. I hope that all is well in your world. Uh, I think there's nothing like that crossover into the second half of the year to make us really kind of kick things up a gear in our businesses. I'm talking to a lot of women right now who are pulling the trigger on some really big projects in their business, things that have been either on their goals list or that, they, you know, whether they're planned for it or not, things that they really want to bring to life before the end of the year. And this is kind of that magical time of year when, you know, we're sort of through uh, school holidays for those of us who are impacted. Um, everyone seems to have done their holidays to Europe and Bali and are now firmly back in real life. We are over the that that halfway mark of the, of the year over the hill over that hump we can see the finish line of the year in sight but there is still ample time to have an impact and bring there's still i guess it's like that feeling of possibility that there is there is possibility that whatever it is that we set our mind to we can make it happen before the end of the year and that is great. I am I am here for all of it, but there is this common conundrum <laughs> that I see among my clients and other women in my world in that there is no shortage of brilliant ideas, right? There you know, this is the one of the many magical things about being an entrepreneur is that you're always full of ideas. But the the, the issue is how the hell do you fit it in, in among all of the other competing priorities in your business and your life? And, you know, you are amazing and capable, but you are simply unable to be doing all of the things 100% of the time. We have so many roles and responsibilities as, well, A, as women and B, as business owners. Um, And look, in a perfect world, everything would just slot in beautifully and we'd have ample space to work on that new project. We'd still continue to brilliantly service all of our existing clients. We'd be creating captivating content. We'd maintain a fabulous skincare routine. We'd be the world's best partner, parent, um, friend, daughter. And look, Lord knows there are enough people that are feeding this myth that it is possible, but it's simply not true. Remember, I have seen behind the scenes of hundreds of businesses run by women who, I, you know, very misleadingly over the years present this pristine version of their lives to the public when behind the scenes it's a very, very different picture. 
because the reality is, right, is that there are seasons in business and life. There are seasons where we have to go all in in a particular area and as a result, we need to take the pedal off in other areas. We cannot be foot flat to the fore in every single area of our business and our life all the time. Okay, it just it is not humanly possible. Despite the fact that you are an amazing, capable woman, it's not possible. So these seasons, as I like to call them, um, uh, they're seasons of sacrifice. And this is where it is a break from regular programming. It doesn't last forever, but there's always a reason for the season. And whilst I'm trying to come at this from like the positive reasons, the reason that you want to, you know, integrate a new service offering into your business, or there's a really big project that you want to work on, or perhaps it's a, it's a rebrand or a new website or something that is like outside of the norm of what you were doing. So they're, they're kind of like positive things, but Sometimes these seasons can come for negative reasons. Um, so sometimes the season is like of our choosing, but other times they're kind of forced upon us. And I'm sure you can relate to times when you've experienced periods of challenge, uh, perhaps personally, where you've had to dial up things on the home front and this has impacted your business or like I'm talking about today, where you've got like a really big business goal that you want to take action on, you've had to park other aspects of your life in order to do so. So what I wanted to share with you today were just some tips if you are entering into or you find yourself in one of these seasons, and I'm hoping for your sake that it's the positive version, but if it's not so much, then I've got some tips to, to help you get through it and out the other side. So first things first, and this might sound really bloody obvious, but I am going to say it, and that is to be really clear on what your sacrifice is for. Because I think, you know, and I keep coming back to how amazing women are, but we bloody are, right? But um, one of the amazing things about not just women, I think humans in general, is that we can endure a lot if we have clarity around why we're doing or what the outcome is. What does success look like? What is the end point? So, um, as with any business goal, like we really should have clarity around that. Um, But it's really, really important to to kind of put it all into, I guess, a bit of a container. So having clarity around what the outcome is, what does success look like? What does, you know, what are you doing this for exactly is going to help particularly in those trickier, darker times when perhaps you are missing out on something that, you know, you you really wanted to do, um, but you know it's going to get you to that end goal, um, then that is where it's really important to just have that clarity around what it is that you're doing this for. And then, you know, ultimately, if this is really, really important to you, 
then you need to prioritize it. And this is this goes for whether it's of your choosing or not. Um, for example, last year um, I was in. You know, you know, there was some. There was some big stuff going on with my family and I like I had to dial things down on the business front for a period of time Um, but it meant like making a decision and I think this is where uh, like this is a bit of tough love here but you need to decide if it's important enough for you and if it to you sorry and if it is then you need to prioritize the time for it because if your schedule is jam-packed um, and there's absolutely no space for it then how the hell is it going to happen so this is the point where you review your existing workload and by workload I don't just mean like the work that you do for your business I mean all of your work in all of your roles um, and adjust in accordance to the season. So remember, it's a season. It's not for forever. Um, so it's taking a really granular look at what you've already committed to, um, what can only be done by you, what are the absolute priorities. Remember, you are but one woman and this is a season. It's not for forever. So what can wait? Because if everything is urgent then nothing's really, really like that that important, is it? Like you have to prioritize this. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. So there is going to be things that are going to need to be stripped out of your to-do list um, and some obligations that you may not be able to fulfill. But you need to come at this from a proactive place. And the best way is to go through your workload, your schedule, however you're set up with a fine tooth comb and park some stuff. Um, Doesn't mean that those things are dead in the water. They're just parked for now. Capture them somewhere and tuck them away for later. Um, This is also a time to look at where things can, where done is better than perfect. So, you know, is there is there the, the the sort of the best that you can do version of something that gets shipped as opposed to all the bells, whistles, and fabulousness? You know, where can you cut corners? Looking at being opportunistic in that sense. Um, and then what can be ditched altogether? Times like this, it's a really good opportunity to evaluate what's truly important in the long term. So even though we're looking at this as a season, what I often see happen here through this exercise is that people realize that they were doing things that they just did not need to be doing at all. It was a total waste of time, total waste of energy, um, wasn't getting them anywhere near any of their business objectives. So what the hell are they doing it for? And it's like a revelation. But sometimes it takes these big things to encroach on our schedule for us to actually do that exercise. So be ruthless. And I'm not just talking about the business stuff either. Like, do you really need to be the one who drives half the soccer team to the game and to training, you know, to to the field and home again every single week? Like, does that need to be done by you really, truly? 
does it. Like just go through everything and look at what you can ditch. And this is where communication is really, really important. Um, I, I, I despair at, at the amount, A, the amount that we're all doing. Um, whereas, communicating and asking for help, and I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later, um, could completely change the picture for you. So looking at what needs to come out, but then looking at what needs to go in. So what are the actions that need to happen to bring this thing to life? So if it's a, you know, whatever it is, whatever the project is, like what are all the actions that need to happen and what of those things can only be done by you. So this comes back to a conversation that I had with Vanessa Bennett in last week's episode of the podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go back and listen because it is full of so much gold. But she talked about us working as much as we can in our superpowers because when we're working in that zone, that is the kind of work that gives us energy. And then when we're doing tasks that are out of our superpowers and our zone of genius, it drains our energy. And what we want to be doing is obviously spending as much time as possible in those energy building tasks because that's going to fire us up. Like that's going to give us that sustainability through the whole project and beyond, obviously. So um, look at that action plan for the tasks that only you can do. And then if there are things that don't need to be done by you, this is where you are going to get help. You are going to lean on your support crew. Who can help you bring this to life? What can you delegate? And I think, again, when you're time poor like this, like when you're being kind of really uh, strict with your priorities, this is where leaning on experts versus amateurs is really, really helpful. So I, you know, I love, um, I think grooming is probably the wrong word to use here, but like, you know, developing um, people, particularly um, if they sort of show like an aptitude um, for something and to really kind of build that up. But I think when we are in the throes of something big like this, where we are trying to squeeze it in amongst everything else. This is the time where you really need the help of an expert because training an amateur is just giving you another job to do. The only way that this would work here well um, with the amateur is if you've got ironclad processes that you can literally sling at someone and they will, you know, slide on in and do the job for you. And, um, you know, when we're working on big stuff in our business, don't just think about where in the business you can delegate, 
but look at the home and personal front. So coming back to that, you know, you not being the person to drive the kids to soccer practice. Um, but there's other things that we just do often without even thinking about it, like, you know, the school run, walking the dog, you know, th- those things obviously still need to be done, but they don't necessarily need to be done by you. So look for ways in which you can get help to do those um, those actions that are important to you reaching your goal. So the other thing that we need to consider here, and this is not me being negative, this is me being a realist, is that you need white space. So I'm talking about the fact that you already have a jam-packed schedule. You are already, you know, got a million different responsibilities. Um, And yes, it's important to clear the space for this particular project, but you also need to clear additional space, white space for contingency because guaranteed at some point along the line, something is going to happen to impact your timeline. Like, particularly if this is the first time round with something for you, um, it, things take longer than we think. They just do. Um, service providers uh, who we thought were going to be able to help us are suddenly unavailable and then we have to spend time shopping around to find somebody else or their availability timelines blow our project out. Um, and Oh God, there's so many, you know, a kid could get sick and you could end up losing, you know, two days nursing an unwell child. Um, The dog could escape and you could spend half a day finding the dog. Like there's so many things that could go wrong. And if we are jammed up to the eyeballs with commitments, with no space for anything to go wrong, that is a recipe for disaster. And the great thing is, right, if you don't use all of your contingency space, um, you are you're going to have bonus time. But but stuff does happen, and I'm thinking too. <laughs> I just I just re- remembered like um, something that uh, this is particularly around uh, when people launch. Uh, like online programs, and it's not just even the first time. Sometimes this happens to seasoned professionals when you are recording a when you're delivering like a live webinar and you forget to hit the record button. Like how many times has that happened? I know literally dozens of women that that has happened to. And I'm talking women that run, you know, multi six-figure businesses and they still from time to time, forget to hit record. So what that then means is that whole webinar needs to be re-recorded at some point to then send out, you know, etc. So uh, just factor in white space. I cannot emphasize that enough. And then uh, I think remembering that it is a season. I know that that sounds a little bit basic, I suppose, but um, this is not forever. So everything that you are doing during this time, it's like like regular programming will return at some point, but this is just your reality right now. So just, you know, it's like strap yourself in and, um, and, and, and that acceptance. I think it's when we 
when we deny what our reality is and that you know comes back to why i encourage the the um the the contingency because you know and i love i love optimists like you know i i would say that i am probably I'm not, I'm not a pessimistic person, but I err on the side of caution. That is just my nature. And, um, uh, you know, I do struggle when I can kind of see the car crash at the end of the road and I've got someone going, oh, no, it's going to be fine. I've got heaps of time. And then they're like literally doing a round-the-clock situation in the lead up to, you know, hitting publish on the website or whatever it is um, because they have been overly optimistic and not really accepting of what the reality of the situation is. Coming back to, oh, the tasks, like the, you know, in sort in terms of like actually getting, sorry, I've just realised I'm jumping around all over the place here, but um, the tasks that you need to do, so the things that we need to fit into the schedule, um, Look for ways to get tech to help you. This is re- this is a re- this is something that I completely jumped over, um, but it's important. So I love I use Asana in my business, but there are lots of um, project management tools like Monday.com and Trello and ClickUp. Um, but what I love, particularly in times like this when there are so many moving parts, is that I rely on the the beauty of Asana to remind me every single morning of what I need to do. Um, You know, if you're uh, like your out of office message, for example, isn't that's another thing. Like let that, let that be your PA. If you don't have one, let that be your gatekeeper. Like every email that comes into your inbox gets an out of office message that essentially outlines your response time. Um, and then on the tech front as well, this is where utilizing services like online booking services and online shopping and delivery services and all of that sort of thing, this is when they really come into their own during this time. Um, again, in terms of getting it done, um, this is where you need to be really opportunistic. So I've talked about that white space, but there can also be like bonus space throughout your schedule. Um, you know, what can you piggyback onto other things that you might be doing? So, for instance, if you are in a carer role um, and you're doing perhaps like a lot of driving around, um, waiting around like for medical appointments and that kind of thing, um, what else could you be doing to keep things ticking along um, during that downtime. And um, again, this is a season, right? I don't advocate for filling every single moment of our days, but during during these seasons, we need to look for opportunities to keep things moving. So I'll use an example, actually, like literally just um, half an hour ago, um, I was, um, I took Ruby for her, um, her learner's test. And I, I don't know why I didn't think about this, but like, I had to sit at Services New South Wales um, for half an hour while she was doing that. And I couldn't go anywhere because, you know, when she finishes, I have to bloody pay for it and all that. So, um, but I was like, and, and I was sitting at this like, chair and table thing. It's like, I should have had my laptop with me. I could have worked for the last half an hour, but it was fine. Like I'm not really in 
a totally demented season at the moment. Um, but it was just sort of one of those, I felt like it was a bit of a missed opportunity. So look for those opportunities in your life when you are in this busy season, something that might help you with that. Like when you do find yourself with, you know, 10 minutes to spare or 20 minutes to spare or whatever, is actually having just a file of scrappy tasks, things that, um, you know, that don't need a lot of your time, but they're good to do in those little moments. So things like paying bills or um, copy checking or, or that kind of thing. So they don't take up a lot of brain space, um, but they'll just keep the momentum going and it will, um, yeah, it'll, it'll keep, it'll get you closer to achieving your goal. And then speaking of that, um, I think just remembering that, Lots of little actions all get you to your goal. So in uh, coming back to that sort of ideal world scenario, um, it would be wonderful if we could just hide ourselves away and get on with the task that we need to do. And in some situations, people have to do that, right? You know, people that that are on a book deadline and literally go and take themselves, you know, off to a cottage in the woods to finish writing their book. Now, that is utopia and I don't think that it is a reality for a lot of women in my world. I remember listening to Annabelle Crabb um, who, you know, who – is an incredible writer and and journalist and she was saying um in terms of like how she gets things done is that she does things in like 10 15 minute increments she's written a book like on a bus like she you know she just takes any opportunity that she can to take small action because she knows that with the reality of her life she's not going to be able to lock herself away in a tower and write and write and write nonstop for, for, for days and days straight. Um, she has to make the most of those moments. So look for, you know, look for the moments, but appreciate that all of those little moments are going to add up. Now, they are my tips, but I guess my, 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 I guess my parting words on this topic is that like you need to do you. Only you can decide what is worth sacrificing. No one could, that's, this is not prescriptive. Okay. I'm giving you guidelines here, but in terms of what you deem to be important and what you decide is worth sacrificing, that is entirely up to you. But just remember that nothing, nothing is forever. Even the really amazing seasons, um, sadly, they don't last forever either. But um, just remembering that that what you're going through or about to put yourself through, it's a season. And if you are really crystal clear on what you're doing it for, you know that the sacrifice is going to be worth it. So I really hope that that has helped you. If you have got a big goal or big project that you need help bringing to life in your business, get in touch. I would love to help and support you. Like I said, the end of year is now in sight, but we still have plenty of time to bring that goal to life and I would love to help you. I also wanted to mention 
that because of the season that I am in, in my business at the moment, I have made the decision to pause releasing new episodes of Your Business Boost for a little while. Um, This has been something that I have sort of been won't say struggling with. I have been um, hovering my feet between two camps on. So if you remember back in episode 100, um, I said that I was going to take the pressure off myself a bit and and not feel like I needed to release an episode every single Monday. Um, but I just, I, I should know myself better. Like I am, I'm either all in or I'm all out. And I've found it really hard to go, oh God, like, I, you know, I, I feel like I should be releasing an episode next week. And I think I've only had two weeks off since I released that episode nearly six months ago. And um, they were both public holiday Mondays. But I am in a season where there has been just so many things happening in my business, all of it wonderful, but I have had to be, um, I've had to prioritize. I've had to take my own advice and go through and look at the ROI and particularly return on energy for me. And this podcast, as much as I absolutely love speaking to you. I love speaking to the women that I interview and being able to put the spotlight on them and their brilliance. It is something that is taking the time that it takes. And believe me, I have tried all the tricks when it comes to, you know, tech helping me, AI helping me, all of that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, there is an amount of time uh, required of me to bring each and every episode to life. And I need to hit pause for a little bit. So um, it's not a, this is not a forever. Um, I've given myself a couple of months grace. So um, things will go quiet on the feed. Um, for a little bit, but there are 118 episodes of this podcast. And I guarantee that if there is something that is coming up for you in your business, if you scroll back through um, the episode list, there is going to be an episode there that is going to help you. And if we're not already email buddies, I really encourage you to join my email list. This is where you will hear directly from me anything that is happening in my business. So you'll be the first to hear when the podcast is coming back. You'll be the first to hear of any new service offerings. Um, I also do a monthly business boost email, which has content that I don't share on the podcast, that I don't share across my socials. It is exclusive for um, readers of my emails only. So if you're not already on my email list, uh, just send me an email, michelle at michellebroadbent.com.au, and I will pop you on the list. But until I am back in your ears, uh, take good care of yourself. Remember, there is still nearly half a year left for you to take action on those big things that you wanted for yourself at the beginning of the year. So don't let your dreams die. Take action. You've got the tools now and I look forward to hearing how you go. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye.